Hey guys, are you looking for a sports book that you can trust? Well, look no further than mybookie.ag, where you can get a 50% match on your initial deposit of up to $1,000 when you use promo code DFSARMY. As a bonus, when you use promo code DFSARMY, you also get a free month of DFSARMY VIP and DFSARMY Beat the Bookie membership. That's a $100 combined value. So we'll help you with your daily fantasy sports and we'll help you with your handicapping. Free when you sign up for mybookie.ag using promo code DFS Army. Hey guys, people always ask me what exactly we do in DFS Army. Basically, if you're someone that likes to play daily fantasy sports, you want to be able to pop in close to lock, get a breakdown of a slate, full set of projections, breaking news, and cheat sheets, player picks, and advice directly from pro players, then DFS Army is the place for you. We function as a team. We help each other out. We have coaching unlike any other service in the industry. And the proof is in the results. Check out our DFSArmy.com wall of wins to see for yourself the massive number of six-figure wins regular DFS Army average Joes have won in just the past year. If you're tired of redepositing all the time, you already like playing on FanDuel or DraftKings, but you want to take your game to the next level, it's time to sign up for DFS Army as a VIP member. Use promo code PODCAST to lock in 20% off the normal monthly rate. That's going to wind up at $39.99, the best deal in the industry. Promo code PODCAST, 20% off, DFSArmy.com, the best deal in the industry. We'll see you in the lobby. In 2015, an elite DFS Army commando unit formed to bring high-level DFS strategy to the masses. Today, hated by DFS sharks and lineup sellers alike, they continue their quest to turn Joe into DFS Pro. Good afternoon, everybody. This is your DFS Army Bold Calls NBA DFS podcast for Friday, March 8th, 2019. And yes, it is the day that I have actually been dreading for a while because this is... uh... maybe Okay, so dreading is probably not the right word to talk about um it, it's i always am very 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 um skeptical when it comes to games after the portland games um mainly because i know they're going to be uh draining i know they're going to be taxing and i know they're going to be close um and and so a lot of adrenaline a lot of energy is actually exerted Especially considering the fact that, um, you know, we're in a three-way, we were in a three-way tie with not only Portland, but the Rockets as well, for the three-seed in the West. Um, I know that this show isn't all about me and the Oklahoma City Thunder, but I figured if one of us is going to be in the playoff hunt, I might as well express my concern, and we'll talk about it a lot as we go through the positions, of the uh some of the best what should be some of the best plays on the board maybe not being such tonight so um that was one of those things that 
uh, last night, like I said, I think I went through half a bottle of Tums um, with the game. It was very, very, very uh, exhausting. Um, and there's a lot of repercussions that are happening throughout that uh, <laughs> throughout that game. And then we turn around and we go down to L.A. and face the Clippers and Pat Beverly tonight. So it's not fun. I mean, it's what championship teams need to do. Uh, every team does it. Every team goes through back-to-backs. Every team fights, you know, to, to, to move up in the rankings. Um, with, like, maybe one exception <laughs> over the last three years. Um, so, I mean, you know, if it's a loss, it's a loss. But at the same time, uh, you know, I'm not... Uh, so here's what I come to find. Russell Westbrook is not human. <laughs> you think? Because, so for example, the day of the live finals, right? They were on a back-to-back. And the night before, George played a bazillion minutes like they did last night. It, last night was overtime. I think I think the, the night before the live finals, it was... I think it, it was double. double I think it was double overtime that night. Yeah, and so I'm like, oh man, this is tough. Blah blah blah. George, you could see, like, visibly see, George was feeling that game, whereas Westbrook just did not get like, like he had a week off. He just didn't. He's the guy just doesn't stop. So, but the flip side to that is, well, he's got, you know, Patrick Beverly tonight too. Um, so it's just something to think about. I mean, I I, I still think there's way too much gold in that game um to completely pass on but i'm definitely gonna have to think twice just just given the overtime last night yeah and not only that but you got to add in the history between russ and bev um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know he's gonna bring it he's gonna come with uh added energy tonight uh not like he needs it he's like the freaking energizer bunny on crack um but uh yeah it's it's one of those it's one of those situations where you're sitting there looking at it and you're like, hmm, he's been playing very, very, very well. Uh, Russ has. Uh, we'll talk about Paul George here in a little bit. Um, he didn't have a great fantasy night last night, but that was because he only had three assists. Um, a, lot of the, a lot of the actual shots that he or passes that he was he normally gets – uh, we're kind of going through Steven Adams, Jeremy Grant's hands, and he doesn't have that kind of rapport with Markeith Morris yet to kind of work the pick and roll on that aspect. Um, and, you know, he doesn't, even though Nerlens is a, is a really good around the rim, um, I kind of look at him a little bit as an Enos Canner type, uh, you know, a, a light, younger, more springy and athletic Enos Canner, because let's just, let's just, be real Enos Kanter makes the athletic part of basketball look very (laughs) very very awkward sometimes um very skilled don't get me wrong but very awkward uh but so he didn't have a lot of assists um but he also had eight turnovers now some of those turnovers were contributed to basically passes going through Grant and Adams hands um you know, I think there were there were two times. One of them was, you know, down towards the end of regulation, but uh, that he dribbled the ball basically off his foot. Um, 
you know, so you take those four, maybe five away and you can add four or five Fandle points to it. He's up to 46, still not a great game considering, but it was a very, very efficient game. Uh, he shot 50% from the field. He hit five three pointers last night. Um, you know, it was, he, he shot the ball 28 times. Um, and if I'm looking right, he only went to the free throw line six times. Like that's not normal, especially considering how tight they were calling the game last night. So uh, just a little bit of my thoughts there. Uh, we'll talk about Russ here. Uh, well, let's just kind of go right into it here. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing to note. For those of you that, that are like, like, like myself, when you're looking at stats, and you're looking at matchups, you're looking at all that stuff, um, you're going to see that the point guard position for the Clippers is not very great. Well, this is, there's a few reasons to that, and I want you to be a little bit cautious. First of all, they start Gilgis Alexander at the point guard. So technically, whomever the opposing point guard is gets 20-ish minutes uh, being defended by Gilgis. So that's the first thing I want to bring up. Um, that's very... Take a look at some more details here. That's very matchup dependent. So for folks that have folks for teams that have uh, you know a ball dominant star point guard like the Thunder do, uh, you can pretty much bet that Beverly will start out on him from the minute the game tips off. Well, you could also add into the fact that you know since that history there, I mean Beverly takes it as a personal you know, challenge to basically do everything he can in his unforeseen nature, unsuperhuman like powers to um, shut down Russ and get under his skin, which we know is what Beverly does. Um, but yeah, like there, there's a, I, okay. So, so here's the thing with Russ, I've got to look here. Um, Russell Russ. I like. I'm not worried about him. Uh, I just, I, I've got to look and see exactly how he's fared against him, especially this year. Uh, Fanduel game log. Okay, so he's put up uh, basically a 57 and a 55. The two previous matchups. Um, yeah, that's about what I would expect today. Yeah, uh, and one of those he did while shooting twenty three percent from the field and only putting up thirteen real life points. So, like, and my 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 feeling is, given the matchup, given the overtime game last night, that you're not going to see him at forty percent like we did yesterday, or fifty percent, or whatever it was. Oh no, especially with the nine with nine games yeah. on the slate and, you know, you've yeah. got Ben Simmons, Steph Curry, uh, you know, Ken all these Walker. other guys. Yeah. All these other guys that we're about to talk about here. So, um, so let's do that. Shall we? Yeah. Is as long as like my webpage actually picks up, go ahead and talk about them because, uh, evidently what I use, like I use the DS to kind of go through positions and it's frozen evidently. Yeah. Yeah. No there worries. It goes. So here, here's so we talked about some some names you brought up, and this 
Fandle wise, the second highest point guard is going to be Ben Simmons. So Ben Simmons, this is a really big game, I think, for both teams because now they're at a we're at a point where like every single game is all about positioning and you know, in terms of, of conference and playoffs, et cetera. So um what I'm what I'm seeing here is that I don't I don't envision Chris Paul defending Ben Simmons. Just again, we say it every time that the, that the Sixers are on the slate. He's he's just a matchup nightmare because he's really tall, and he's the point guard. Um, and most point guards are not nearly as tall as he is. So um, I don't see him chasing JJ Jarrett around the court though either for thirty minutes. Uh, Paul? Yeah. No, I, I don't. Uh, they're, he's not. But my point here is, I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know oh, okay. who's going to guard him. Yeah, it's, because it's I don't either. Be, it's going to be. I mean, the, you know, they'll certainly, um, you know, put Paul on him to begin with. But I'm not sure that at last. I think you'll probably see, because um, you're probably going to see Tucker on Tobias. Um, so good luck with that. Yeah, no, I mean, there's going to be all kinds of good luck stuff. Right? I mean, it's it's going to be a difficult matchup for both teams, by the way, uh, not not just for one side, because the way we have it right now, we've got Gordon guarding Butler, uh, which is, again, good luck with that. Um, but you know, we 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 could definitely see them going a, going a little bit of a of a smaller style tonight too, um, which means here's my whole point in all this, which means a lot of fantasy points. So. Um, you know, I think this game can certainly go small. Um, they're not going to not play Capella because I think they have an, a matchup advantage with Capella. Yeah, especially uh, with the beat out. That's what I mean. Yeah, I mean Amir Johns is not going. Mean, he's just not going to keep up with Capella. No, I think you're going to see so, a lot of Johan Bolden and uh, Jonah. Jo- oh yeah, sorry, not Johan. Jonah Bolden and probably. <laughs> um, I don't. I. I mean, Jonah Bolden's the only one that I can see actually being able to kind of at mm-hmm. least keep up with Capella a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't see, like, Mike Scott can't. Um, no, but so what they did last time was they played the... Uh... Nene might. No. No, wrong team. Yeah, sorry. Um, they played Patton, I think was his, his name. I don't Real, know too much. Too much, too much. Yeah, I don't know too much about him, but he played... Um, I mean, he didn't do that great. He didn't play that much uh, because that was a game where he balled out. Um, it's a different animal. I mean, uh, we, we've got to see, you know, we got to see. Yeah, I actually, you're going to, you're going <laughs> to. Okay, so is Ben Simmons your number two at the position behind Russ? Mm-mm. Okay. Who's your number two? So I've got to preface it with depending on the game. Okay. Let me, right. who's so your number two out of these four? Russ, Kemba, Ben, Curry. I actually really like Kemba and Curry, both. Um, so a couple things about, so I actually want to target a fair amount of this Washington Charlotte game. Mm-hmm. Um. The main reason is... And I stop you for just a second to ask you one quick question in regarding to what you just said. Yeah. 
because it it refers to Ben Simmons because of the fact that Ben Simmons is now ten six on Fanduel, uh, and I'm trying to look up his DK price here real quick, uh, and because of the fact that Kemba's nine K going against Washington and Steph is ninety one going against Denver in the Hammer game, mm-hmm. do you think that out of these four, Ben Simmons is actually the lowest owned? And the perception of Chris Paul defense? Um, I, I don't know because given the – I mean, here's what I see every time Ben Simmons has been brought up in the last week. Oh, there's no Embiid. You got to play him. I mean, it, people just tend to just lock him. Um, not to the extent of James Harden without Chris Paul, but, you know, James Harden was like 14K or whatever he was. Yeah. And people still played him. Which, uh, myself included, it was hard to it's hard to avoid an eighty in your lineup. Um, yeah, exactly. But I mean, as far as he, yeah, I don't I don't think so. Maybe lower than those two, yes. But I don't think we're going to see him in single digits. Okay. See, the way that we've got our early ownership projections out right now, there are uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys over ten percent, and nobody's over eighteen percent. Um, and they're all kind of split up between that you know, 14% or 12% to 17% range. Um, I think for me, depending on how the flow goes of the day and how much pump he gets, it's either going to be a play him on FanDuel because of the lower ownership and try to get lucky or not lucky, but try to leverage the field or I'm fading him completely on FanDuel and playing him all over the place on DraftKings where he's 9,100. Yeah, I could see that. 9,100 is a much, much easier number to stomach. Because okay, I, didn't, I didn't know what your, your thoughts are, were on the ownership on that one. That's why I was asking. Uh, okay, go to Kemba Walker. Sorry, we'll keep going. Yeah, so, I mean, I know they're not the same player. But we just saw what Luke just did to Washington. We just saw, I mean, I've been watching it all year. Um Frankly, with or without Wall, but obviously Wall's not there, hasn't been there for a while. Excuse me. Out of all the teams that are playing today, over the last two weeks, Washington, so there's, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 teams, right? Washington is eighth defending the point guard. And they're really close to, like, right above them. So um, Charlotte is in a position now where they absolutely have got to win. They need to win every game that they can that they play. They don't have a choice. They're, they're trying to make the playoffs. Yeah, they're tied with uh, the Magic right now. Um, and they're a game out of that eighth seed right behind the Miami Heat. And this team has been given up points, this team being Washington, um, all over the place. So um, are there any exceptions? Yeah, they've been, they've been pretty good at the small forward. That's, that's been Trevor Ariza. Um, and they've been pretty good, believe it or not, at the power forward. Actually, no, Ariza's, Ariza plays the four now. Um, uh, Jeff Green. So Jeff Green and Ariza have been playing good defense. Besides those two, believe it or not, even Beal isn't playing great D, but um, and he'll probably end up seeing a decent amount of, of uh, uh, either Batum or Lamb. So uh, just not to get sidetracked here. So I think 
you know, in terms of a, a matchup, he's got the best matchup on the board. Um, I like the game a lot. Like I said, there's a really nice total in the game. Charlotte's favored to win by just under five points. And we all know that in Charlotte's wins, it's Kemba, right? I mean, he has help, but it's 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 mainly Kemba. Right. Um, so that's that's where I'm looking today. Yeah, I, I think he's my number two guy too as well. Uh, kind of just, you know, out of those four anyway, kind of just uh, backtrack or not backtrack, um, you know, back up what you just said. Uh, let's talk about Steph Curry here real quick because he's going against Denver. Um, is this the night, uh, Clay Thompson is probable. So that's going to help out their, uh, the Warriors floor spacing a little bit. Um, I am waiting to hear on word exactly what the status of Andrew Bogut is. Um, I've got a tweet out to Anthony Slater. Uh, I doubt he responds, but you never know. Um, so who is Bogut, Bogut, Bogut going to affect? Uh, Bogut's going to affect a lot of things because what that's going to actually do is I actually like, like if Bogut plays uh, and is active, obviously that hits Boogie the hardest, mm-hmm. but it's going to help Draymond and it's going to help Steph and Clay. I think, I think it, I think with Durant, it doesn't really matter, but with Steph and Clay, it takes it, it it takes the first unit shot selection down from five or from four to three. Yeah. And maybe you can add Draymond in there as a three and a half, but it, it allows now the Warriors are so good with everything and I and Bogut's gonna be a seamless fit back into that system. Um but like Bogut doesn't isn't going to determine whether or not I play Kurt or these warrior guys, but I, it, he is going to determine on how much exposure I actually do have to them. Um, I don't know if I trust Clay's knee yet. Uh, I, I, I have not seen any video of him running around at shoot around yet. I'm waiting for that to come out. It's probably going to come out here in about an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know, obviously, Bogut's going to affect some of the nugget or uh, interest I have, but it's the reality is even when he returns, I don't I don't see him getting on the court today. Just because you also have Looney coming back today, um, but I think Looney can play that backup four. Well, he can, but I I don't envision them playing Looney and and Bogut on the court together. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I think like they can pair up Bogut and Draymond and then they can pair up Boogie and Looney. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, Steve Kerr's the master of putting out rotations that are so creative and make a ton of sense and we're not even thinking of, so we're going to have to watch it. But yeah. Um. I mean, I do like Steph tonight. I, I do think, like, especially after the way that they've been talking the last couple of days and, you know, uh, Steve Kerr kind of challenged him yesterday at, at practice saying that, you know, this is the last year in Oracle. We're coming down to the final games. Yeah, no, you know, it's hard to avoid. Playoffs. It's hard to um, avoid it. He's challenging them to, to put on a show. So I think they come out fired up and jacked up, especially uh, with, you know, Denver coming in. Now, Granted, how with how big the game was last night between OKC and Portland, 
this game between Denver and Golden State is just as big because mm-hmm. if Denver ends up winning, they're tied for the one seed. Yeah, no, for sure. And and also, uh, just to tack on to the Clay coming back part, this makes it so much better for Steph. What teams were doing when Clay was out is they were actually able to send the proper double teams off of McKinney or Damian Lee or whomever else it was because they didn't have to worry about helping off of Clay and getting, you know, screwed every single time they do that. And so you could you could see defenses were actually able to focus on on uh, on Steph um and even on 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 Durant. Uh I mean the both of them. When you've got when you've got two automatic guys you have to worry about versus three, it changes the whole game around. Yep. So now now Clay is there. Now they can help off of Clay to go double team Steph. They can't do that anymore. Or they can't um, you know, jump out on Steph when he gets screened and not worry about the roller or the guy who pops out, you know, which is McKinney who they or Lee, who they're just not worried about. Now that's Clay Thompson, so you have to worry about it. So that's why I like, you know, all we've got we've got the chalk uh cheap cheap point guard we'll talk about here in a minute, but um, I'm going to have some lineups with both Steph in it um, and Kemba as well. I think you can both hit over 55 tonight. So yep. uh, that's what I'm looking at. All right, let's talk about some of these value guys uh, as we move along here. We're kind of on a time crunch, and as always, we spend way too much time on point guards because they obviously handle the ball. Um, Drew Holiday is going to be out for the next five to seven uh, days. Mm-hmm. Um, that obviously gives a little bit of a bump to Alfred Payton. Uh, it also gives a bump to one Mr. Frank Jackson. Uh, we mainly you, but I, I loved it the other day too, because, um, of the narrative and everything that was happening. Uh, we actually suggested Frank Jackson for tournaments the other night. Um, you know, a low owned, <laughs> low exposure. If you're making multiple lineups type of shots, um, if you played him in cash then you really don't understand exactly what we suggested him for uh i saw somebody kind of groaning because they played him in cash tonight is the night you play him in cash he's 3700 on fanduel he's gonna play 30 minutes i know it's a tougher matchup but like on fanduel you have the you have the ability to have him as a drop um it's exactly what he is he's a drop scorer with i don't think he is a decent drop upside tonight. with with good upside um, yeah, but, but, but hang on, I'm talking about in cash okay. games now in, oh, tournaments, okay. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. in tournaments, you play him as a non-drop score with a second drop score, and then you play all the other studs that you want to play. Right. That's how you handle tournaments. He's 3,200 on uh DK. So now I will say this. That's hard to pass. Yeah, it, it really is. I will <laughs> say this. Beware, beware of one Ian Clark. Okay, if you're so say you're throwing out a hundred lineups tonight on DraftKings, okay, and this is the only I, this is the only place I would do it because they're the exact same position eligibility on DraftKings. Mm-hmm. If I'm throwing out a hundred lineups on DraftKings, which I am, okay, I'm going to have probably five to ten lineups with Ian Clark in case Frank Jackson just doesn't perform and they throw Elf out at the one and Clark out at the two. I can see it. I really can. So make make no mistake about it. He's not a sh- he's not a slam dunk. This isn't a lock situation for Frank Jackson. 
But what it is, is somebody that we're projecting to be uh, very, very highly owned on FanDuel. And if everything flows right, he can easily, easily hit 6x um, for your cash games. And if we, if it really goes right, he can go, what do you say, 8x for tournaments? Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, I think, like, for example, like, I play, as you know, in some pretty high-dollar stuff, and, and like, I, I, I'm I even going to play Frank Jackson there. Like, if I'm playing, you know, one, you know, 888 entry or whatever it is, I'm not going to play Ian Clark. But right, no, 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 this is, that, yeah, that's a multiple, multiple lineup But if I'm doing, situation. like, 50, 100 lineups into a larger type of thing, then, yeah, I, I want about 10% because it's very realistic that that can happen. And somebody will have the balls to play Ian Clark in the Monster 888, and he'll go off for 50, and, you know, he'll win a lot of money. But, uh, you know, that person probably also plays five, six lineups in that tournament. I'm only going to have one, so. Yep. Uh, all right, so... Let's move on. There's a bunch of other points. Point guard is actually a very, very deep position today, but we don't have time to go through them all. Uh, let's go on to shooting guards here. Uh, James Harden at 12K. Uh, Going to see a lot of um, a lot of a lot of people. Honestly, he's going to see some JJ. He's going to see some. Uh, see more, ben see more Simmons. Butler, I think than JJ. He's going to see some Butler. Yeah, sure um, you know. It's mainly going to be Butler. I will say that. Yeah. But sure it is Harden. Now he is 12K, but I. I mean, just think about it. It's, it's going to be Reddick and Gordon and then Butler and Harden. Okay. Right? Yeah. I can see that. Like, I don't have. Like, it's not that I don't like Harden. It's not that I don't think he can't get his. I just don't yeah, have I mean, a lot of them in my early builds. Yeah. I, I don't. That's not where I want to spend my 12K. So, uh,. 10-5 on Bradley Beal. If you want to kind of game stack a game uh, and throw him in a couple lineups with Kemba, uh, he's not a bad option. He's, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Obviously, he's the he's the best player on the the Wizards um, as far as an offensive threat. Um, like I think, like I don't want to say this game is sneaky because it's got a 233 total, but. So is, ownership wise, I think it will be. I that's exactly what I was about to say. I think it's I think it is yeah. going to be sneaky ownership wise. I Definitely. because everybody's going to uh, kind of flow to these later games. Absolutely. Um, this is a great, great, great night for an after hours uh, lineup build hammer slate. Um, you know, oh yeah, like I could legit. I could legit see me basically. Like marking four games out and making this a five game slate for me. I don't hate that idea. Certainly, Cleveland, Miami is one of those. I think Utah, Memphis is probably outside of. Um, oh, no. Yeah. I was talking about Houston, Philly, New Orleans, Toronto, uh, OKC, Clippers, Golden State, Denver, and Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about, talking about games to uncheck. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Unchecking those those games. And yeah, I, I can see the same. I do, I do have. We'll talk about it here in a minute. So let, let's just move on to shooting guard. So uh, Bradley Beal, I'm, 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 I definitely like it in stacks. Um, you know, I, I almost think, um, I almost think I prefer Luca just because of what he's been doing. But I think it's a little bit of a riskier play. 
because the Mavs have no reason to win right now. Now, they're still not going to be very open about their tanking, but um, I I don't... I've seen some of the moves that Carlisle's made at the end of the Yeah. Like, especially if the game's close. Um, And if I'm not mistaken, uh, Orlando is shooting for a playoff spot. Like they're they're the ten, they're the nine seed right now. They're tied with Charlotte. They're a game out. They want to make the playoffs because they haven't been in the playoffs for a couple years now. Um, and it'll kind of it'll kind of build their fan base back. And like there's there's incentive there for the Magic to actually make the playoffs. Yeah, um, absolutely. There is. I don't know if I can play Luca on Fanduel. Yeah, he's ninety eight hundred. It's not that the price is. It's just that I like a lot of other people at the position. Yeah, um, it's stacked once again. I mean, guards, point guards, shooting guards, they're just stacked. I mean, so here's the thing: the Jazz are going to have no no active point guards, right? I believe is X amount. Uh, double checking right now. I know Neto is. Yeah, I know Neto was. I know Rubio was uh, out. Um, so Neto is out. Uh, Rubio's doubtful. Uh, Neto's out. There's nothing on Exum. I think he's just been out for a while, so it's just known that he's out. Okay. Um, so Utah's out, out of point guards. Uh, so... <laughs> What tends to happen is Donovan Mitchell becomes the point guard. Now, from a usage perspective, from a upside perspective, it's all there. Here's the problem. They play Memphis. And you look at Memphis like Memphis is a bad team. Yes, record-wise. But they've got two of the stronger defensive, you know, guards in that backcourt in, in the league um, with Conley and Avery Bradley. And we've seen that... You know, uh, let me see. Yeah, I mean, Memphis at point guard, <laughs> I mean, bright red at both point guard and shoot guard, shooting guard and center, by the way. Um, so it's it's not a very easy matchup. If anything, I might look at some some Joe Ingles here, but um, it's it's rough. Yeah, I if here's here's my I'm going to have. If he turns out to be chalk at the position, um, I'm probably going to fade, um, because and I'll I'll take my chances at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he's going to be you know mid range to lower ownership, I'll probably try to match the field a little bit. But I don't see he's how like, he's not fifty plus percent given given he's the point guard now. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be fifty percent. I mean, high thirties at least. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he's got to be over twenty five percent for me to fade. Well, in nine games, I think that's what you're going to see. Yeah, like, just just given that he's under nine k, I mean he's 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 the cheapest stud shooting guard, right? Harden, Beal, Doncic. He's like nine hundred cheaper than Doncic. Yeah, but you've got Jimmy Butler, right who there at eighty two, who hasn't really produced. If anything, if anything, I'm looking at Zach Levine. But oh yeah, absolutely. Um, versus Detroit, but. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I still think he's going to be in the 30s, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. So I actually really, really like Lou Williams. Uh, I've stated this before. 
that he, he it doesn't matter what uniform he absolutely crushes us um maybe not to the point of a damian lillard but <laughs> like you can go back and he's had some f- absolutely just like phenomenal games against against monsters us. monster games um so and by I the do way, like Lou Williams. What are they on? Two days rest right now, too? Uh, I think so, yeah. Whereas the Thunder just played, so. Yeah. Uh, I do like Lou Williams. Um, I do think that you see a little bit more Deontay uh, Burton on him a little bit uh, to try to muscle him a little bit more. But Lou is so good that he's going to be able to fight through that a little bit. I mean, we saw what um, – we, we know what he's been able to do. Uh, yeah. Jeremy Lamb is another good option. I don't know what I'm going to do with Dwayne Wade. Yeah. I mean, we also got to see what's with Dragic because that'll take away from some of the some of the usage there in that second unit. Um, but, yeah, it's he's right at that price where he's – I mean, he's damn near at value. So, um, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, what are we doing with the combination of Evan Fournier, Terrence Ross? That's always the question, man. I mean, I like Ross here a lot, just considering he's $800 cheaper. Um, so, you know, when I'm looking at the combination, uh, I can legitimately play them both. I, I have no problem with that. If I'm choosing one, I'm typically going with the cheaper one. That's, you know, where, where I like to go. So, um, yeah, that's where I am. Uh, yeah, you can play Lamb and Kemba because uh, Lamb will come in with the second unit now that they've been starting Nick Batum at the two. Um, Stuko Mama. Stuko Mama. Let's see here. Avery Bradley, I don't have, or uh, I, I don't mind. Uh, 6,100 is a little bit steep to pay on FanDuel, but on DraftKings, he is 4,700. So mm-hmm. that's probably where I would play him. Um, if he is out or we get word that he's limited, uh, and even I, it, it might not even matter if he's out or limited, uh, Dylan Wright is another option. Um, he's been God, he's, really he, he's been shooting the ball better than I've ever seen him shoot the ball in his career. He's been stellar. So, all right, let's move on to small forwards here. Uh, Paul George. Um, I know you said that the last time that he was kind of huffing and puffing, uh, you know, coming off that double overtime game, going into the live final and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was doing some research mm-hmm. and I was looking at it and I was kind of taught or not talking, but I was kind of reading exactly what this injury to his shoulder is and how he's been dealing with it and everything like that. And evidently he's been trying to prevent it all season. Um, knowing the role and the, uh, type of games that he was going to be playing. Um, it's a rotator cuff thing. And his, the question is, is whether or not those muscles get firing, which is why you see the kinese tape on. Sure. Um, but he said that it hurts the most when you're extending to finish a shot. Now, I'm not a shooter. I, full, full honesty here, uh, 
I think Rajon Rondo has a better looking jumper than I do. Uh, I know Lonzo Ball does. <laughs> I can pass. I can dish. I can dribble, but I can't shoot. Nice. But I do know from uh, having a shoulder injury, when you try to extend and like finish something athletically, trying to do this with your shoulder, it's not the actual motion of getting to that point that hurts. It's when the tension is released and the muscle relax, relaxes when you start to feel most of the pain, typically most of the time, especially in a rotator cuff, okay? He shot 30% from the field last night. You go the night before his second game back, I want to say. Okay. Uh, against Minnesota, his first game back against Minnesota. He shot 32%. Now, I will say this. Paul George is not going to shoot around 30 to 32% for the rest of the season. However, I'm willing at 10-7 on the back end of a back-to-back to fade Paul George tonight because of the fact that I don't think that he's fully healthy yet. Now, that doesn't mean that he can't shoot free throws. He got to the line 20 times last night. That's how he ended up scoring his 32 points. Yeah. Okay. But when you shoot 30% from the field and only one three-pointer, like he still took them. He only just, he just only made one. Uh, I think the upside's a little limited here. It is. I mean, it certainly is. Um, or the odds of the upside are, are limited. I'm not saying that he can't score 60 more points, um, fantasy points tonight, but I don't think he's going to have the same success last night as he did last night, or tonight as he did last night. What I'm trying to say. No, I don't. I don't. I don't either. So I agree with you there. And it has nothing to do with the defensive matchup or anything like that. I just, you know, and and to be honest. And I don't want to put this out, but it, I'm listening because there's been no word of it and he doesn't need to, because I feel like he needs to play through it. it. To be honest, I would not be shocked if he sits tonight. Yeah, no, I'm, I was thinking the same earlier on and, and all that's going to do is put Westbrook chalk out there, but it is what it is. Like, and I'm, and for me to call a full fade on a guy that I think is the, the MVP of the league um, because of what he does on both sides of the ball, that's saying something. Because I, he, it, it just does not look right right now with Paul George. Yeah, especially at his price tag. Yeah. So, um, Kawhi Do Leonard. Any word? I was going to uh, ask you about him. Do we have any word on Kawhi? He's hundred percent in, or do they play tomorrow? There are know. six games tomorrow. Um, looking right now. Oh my. Um, no. Okay. Don't. So I would say that he's in probably. Okay. Uh, I haven't got word about on it and he's not on an injury report. So I would say so. Yeah. Um, I, I, this one's tough because 
I don't know how this game stays close in the second half. I don't like predicting blowouts. Uh, I hate it, in fact. I will have some Kawhi, um, but I don't like him as much because of the fact that Drew's going to be out. Yeah. Like, I, I don't I don't know that this game is going to be close. I just got to put it out there. It's It's going to be, I mean, it's going to be tough. So... Uh, Toronto's only favored by seven and a half, which is odd to me. It's very odd. Yeah, I know. With Drew very, which, out and AD limited, that's the reason why I um I asked about Kawhi because I'm looking at the spread. I'm like, is he going to be out? I mean, I don't know. Something does not up. You're gonna have to watch that line throughout the day. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about Kevin Durant. Um, he basically told or contradicted the uh, the words of Steve Kerr and said that they needed to um, play more, uh, play with more joy uh, after Steve Kerr basically said they needed to play with more focus and intensity. Um, he's got a great matchup. He's got a fantastic matchup. He's going to get Will Barton uh, for most of the game. <sighs> He's going to get mean, some Paul Millsap, uh, probably going to get some Gary Harris who, but there's an advantage there with the height. Um, there is, but I, uh, let me just tell you how much I love Gary Harris tonight, by the way. Let me just put that out there. I love, love Gary Harris even more than Will Barton tonight, but we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, so, so who would be your, t- let's, let's just, Assuming everything everything that we know now, right? No, like crazy news. Who's your top small forward? I mean, honestly, yes, honestly, I don't have one. Uh, I like Gallo a little bit, um, you know, because he always seems to kill us along with Lou. I like the pairing there. Um, you know, I like Nicholas Batum at the two against Washington and Bradley Beal. Uh, I do have some interest in Will Barton and Gary Harris in that game. Uh, maybe Kenrick Williams in there. Uh, Royce O'Neal is going to pop in optimizers all over the freaking globe because he's min price and uh, he's probably going to start. Uh-huh. Um, he should. Yeah, he definitely should. You know, so he's going to be chalky. I just don't know if there's a favorite for me today. I'm going to have a lot of different combinations and mix it up. So because of the uncertainty at the top, it's like I, I, because I could legit see Kevin Durant being the highest, highest point getter at the position. I could also see it being Kawhi. If Paul George ends up playing, you know, you can't rule him out. But like, I could also see, George sitting, Kawhi not needed much in the fourth, Kevin Durant uh, or Clay and Steph and, you know, kind of taking over that game and Kevin Durant only getting like 45 to 50. And I could see a guy like Otto Porter or Gallinari or, you know, somebody coming out of the woodworks and, and being the highest scorer. So I don't know. It's, 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 I haven't got a gra- a good grasp on this position quite yet. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's uh, it's a tough one. So, it's a tough one. Um, 
All right, talk to me about Gary Harris because I don't know if I can play him without playing more than 30 minutes. Well, I mean, we saw the other night in, in, a, in, a, in a game that uh, for certain stretches wasn't even that close, and, and he's, he played – what did he play? Versus the he Lakers. played 30 he played, minutes. played 30 minutes. So, I mean, and they had a day off, right? And like you said, this is a really important game. So I think they're going to start ramping him up now. And he's under 5K, dude. Like, I like in a, in a, in a really nice tempo game, um, like, I want exposure to that. Yeah, so, I, just, I just saw the fact that he's played, you know, he's been playing 26 to 30 minutes. Uh, he shot 8 from 11 from the field, so his shot looks like it's, it's coming back. 2 or 4 from 3. Uh, added some rebounds, some assists, so he, he performed pretty nice. Um, had 19 points. He's 4K on DraftKings. I love. I I, I can't argue with him being a almost a core play over there. Uh, I do like Will Barton. I don't know if I can pair them up in the same lineup. Um, oh, I mean, I think there'll be enough points to, for you to be able to do that. Oh, I I'm not a little riskier though. doubting yeah. that. I just you know because you've got Malik Beasley, because you've got Jamal Murray, because you got Jokic, because you got Millsap, because you got Plumlee. Like yeah, this yeah. is a deep team. And I don't know how many of the the pairings on the wings that I want. Like, I don't know if I want to pair up, uh, you know, a, a Jamal Murray and a, a Gary Harris. I don't, you know, if I do pair up like a nugget with Gary Harris, I think it's going to be like a Jokic or, or a Millsap. Yeah, I'm on the fence about Millsap. Um, I mean, the matchup's certainly going to be rough uh, with Draymond, but again, uh, you know, we kind of know how how they've been performing with Boogie defensively. So, yeah. Um, either way, uh, I mean, I think I think I think uh, the Harris Jokic combo is is pretty solid. Yep. All right, let's talk about. Um, uh, Excuse me. Let's talk about Blake Griffin and um, the fact that he's eighty five hundred on Fanduel now. Uh, I just have to do this. Good job, Fanduel. You screwed this one up. Yeah. Well, I mean, the reality is that he's underperformed uh, consistently uh, here lately. Um, but the thing that's strange about it is, is that he still had the ownership. Uh, he was versus the Wolves the other night. He was pretty much 30 uh, percent, but yet his price is still 8,500. So uh, I'm OK with it. I don't you know, I, I don't I think it's. You always want to play against the Bulls, and you want to play Bulls when they're on the on the, on the slate. So I'm fine with it. I, I think I may like a little more Laurie Markkinen, particularly for tournaments tonight. Um, but you know, one of one of the rules I have is is when Blake Griffin's on the slate, I typically like to play this the power forward that's playing against him. But Detroit's been playing some really good ball. Yeah, they've been playing have. some really good defense. As has Chicago. They've both been playing really good ball. Um, and I don't know if I can stomach the matchup, particularly for Blake, given his history. I mean, there's there are a couple of other um, Pistons that I like to play, namely Andre Drummond here. But, um, yeah, I don't know if I can do it. Okay, so let me tell you why I like Blake Griffin. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, since the All-Star break, okay, he's had one game over 40 fantasy points. Um, I think a lot of people are going to look at that and they're going to be like 8,500 for a guy that's averaging 34 to 37 fantasy points. Uh, no, thank you. 
Um, I I don't know how highly owned he's going to be. Um, especially with Kevin Love coming off of a big performance. Uh, Laurie Markkinen's cheaper. Mm -hmm. um, Pascal Siakam. I mean, Montrez Harrell. Uh, like Jeremy, like there's a lot of, lot of options at this position today. And I think I can like, I like there's Siakam. a, there's a bounce back game coming. I Definitely. know there is, Absolutely there's there going to be a game where Blake goes nuts. Now Absolutely. I will back this up and say, I will have some Andre Drummond in order to counter that in case, you know, it becomes another drumming game. But I love Blake for tournaments because he can legit go for 60 in this matchup. And I think he's going to be lower owned than what he probably should be uh, just because of the recent history. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. So, uh, Kevin Love, are you chasing or no? Against Miami? I'm not chasing. Not against Miami, I'm not. No. All righty. Pascal Siakam. Love ah. it, love it, love it. Yeah, man. I can't seem to get off it either. Um, you know, and obviously if we hear Kawhi's out, then you just lock him in. But... Even with Kawhi, I mean, that floor is really enticing to me. Yeah. So hard yep. to say no to. And I, I don't know who's going to start. I'm going to have to look at it. Uh, Anthony Davis is 7,400. He's going to play 21 <sighs> minutes. Um, guys, don't. Well, thank, you. Uh, well, thank you. If you're making 100 lineups, sure, throw them in 10. <sighs> uh, I'm uh, on FanDuel. Um, on kind of feels stupid, man. Actually, you know, it would it would mean more on DraftKings because he's sixty six hundred rather than seventy four. I can see that but, the guy you can get fifty from for that price. I can see that. But I think because and only because he's going to be low owned. Like if he was going to be chalkier, you know, because people are trying to you know get sneaky, then fade him. But he's going to be low owned. Nobody's he's going to be under ten percent. Um, he's a deep, deep, deep tournament. Like you've got to be building a lot of lineups for me to even get close to um, suggest rostering him because Montrose Harrell is going to play close to 30 minutes in an up-tempo game and he's $200 cheaper. Yeah. I mean, Trez is tough. Siakam is tough. Those are all, those are all tough, uh, tough spots to, to pass on. So, yep. Um, I do have a little bit of interest in Jeremy Grant tonight after uh, his letdown kind of last night. Uh, he got into foul trouble. Markeith Morris, uh, a lot of the bigs got into foul trouble. Markeith Morris was playing well, so they kind of rid the hot hand a little bit. Um, I think he's viable again tonight. I also think Markeith Morris is viable as a drop scorer. Uh, you chasing Kelly Olenek against Cleveland? No, no. Uh, I... No. You see his price? Uh, yeah, I have. I'm not paying that. Um, you can get Millsap for 300 more. You can get Bobby Portis versus Charlotte for $100 uh, yeah, more. Right. You can get Jeremy Grant for 800 less versus the Clippers up tempo. I mean, there's just wow, Dwight Powell 7400 now. Yeah, they, they woke up on that one, didn't they? But yeah, uh, and he's also shooting like 80 percent from the field over the last four games. Yeah. So that's sure. going to come which, crashing down. Which, by the way, they're mostly dunks and layups. But yeah, yeah, but that's going to come crashing down. So we got to talk about another guy here that we missed. Um, at the very top. Oh, I I skipped him on purpose. Okay. All right. Yeah, so I skipped him on purpose. Tonight, 
tournaments, who's your top power forward? Uh, I think it's Blake. Wow. Now, I don't think he's going to be my highest expo- exposed guy, but I right now I have about uh, 30% of Blake on Fandle. Um, wow. I do have Jeremy Grant higher because it be, and it's just because of the way the builds are going. Yeah, price. I get it. You know, um, but I do, I do like Tobias. I do like. I mean, I I love a lot of them here. But as far I as mean, like tournaments with ownership, and I I think with the upside, um, it's close between him and Siakam. But yeah. I think it's Blake because I think Siakam's going to be higher owned. Uh, it's possible. I'm 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 going Siakam myself, but I, I think. Um, ooh, slate may have just changed. So Ben Simmons is not questionable. Son of a. We shall see. We're about right, to get TJ McConnell chalk nine. Yeah, TJ and Frank. So, all right, let's uh, let's move to centers here, um, because yeah. we've got about five minutes before we got to get out. We always do this, but it's fine. Um, Drummond at ten K, I don't mind. Capella, yes. I think, is way, 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 way too cheap for the upside. Way too cheap, particularly versus Philly, particularly with with no Embiid. Embiid. Um, By the way, I think that's why you're going to see him skyrocket in ownership. And I'm looking at a direct pivot to Stephen Adams, considering uh, the opponent. Okay, considering the I, I can I can see that. Yeah. Um, or I even to, Yo- I had to think for a little bit. Even Yoval is an uh, option. Uh, yeah, I, I don't mind that either. Um, Dude, Utah has uh, it's crazy because no, they have, I, I, they have I, the defensive player of the year almost, and he's not this year. No, no, he's not. But he's that caliber of a player, and they just they just they're bleeding points to the center. It's crazy. Yeah, I I I don't mind it. Um. Okay, so I like all three of the guys over 10K. Um, if you had to go favorites, it would probably be Drummond, Jokic, Vooch. Uh, I'm not playing Boogie if uh, Bogut's active. If he's, I might not play Boogie anyways. I wouldn't either. Yeah, I, th- I don't know that he can stay on the court with Jokic. I'm just going to be to be honest i don't i don't, I don't know, know if defend him. i don't know if anybody outside of and it's not saying that bogut is this like all world defender but bogut's gonna make Jokic's life a little bit tougher a tad a little yeah like a minute a bit yeah um i just i'm ca- sitting here looking at 1200 dollars less for clint capella and like eh. it's hard to pass man but i think i'm gonna have to roll drummond yeah i i mean I mean, Chicago is not the worst, but they're pretty damn close. Yeah, and I'm not pairing Blake and Drummond together. Uh, I, don't I, know ha- they... I don't hate that, by the way. I don't hate that. But, yeah, it's it's one of those where if you're playing a ton of lineups, yes. Yeah, it's, you know, um, I'm not chasing the Hassan Whiteside against Cleveland. I know it's a good matchup and everything, but I'm, I'm just not doing it. I'm not. Uh, Let's talk about him have to yeah because he's been putting up legitimate numbers we have to talk about him all right go ahead robin lopez versus detroit he's he's been having 
probably one of the better stretches of his career, uh, fantasy wise and real. I mean, just he's been playing really well. Um, because he's been getting minutes, they stopped well, yeah. jerking him around. Yeah, of course. And That's a big part. he's That's performing. Why, I mean, he's still under 6K. You talk about underpriced. Like, if this continues, which we don't have too much left in the season, but if this continues, like, he'll get over, he'll he'll get just under 7K at some point. So, I think he'll, if, if he keeps doing this, I think he'll go over 7K. Yeah. So, you're looking at a guy that you can now get. At a still discount. Cheap, at a discount, who, if you just look at the defensive matchups, you know, I know they have Big Bad Drum in there, but, um, you know, that that's not their strongest suit defensively. Uh, it's actually their weakest one. I mean, they're pretty solid here the last couple of weeks across the board, but their weakest by far is center. So that leaves Robert Lopez in a pretty good spot there. Yeah. Um, and I like him a little bit better than Noah. Um, I do think Cody Zeller's viable as well. Uh, yeah, so, so do I. But like, I, I don't think any of those guys are going to have a lot of ownership at all. So, No, they're not. And they do have the ability to put up 50s. Okay. At least Zeller does, at least. Uh, um, what, are you, what are you doing with Mason Plumley, who's 4,300 now against Golden State? It's tough. Um, I mean, I don't realistically see him playing enough minutes. Um, I got him at 20. To win a tournament, you know, um, I mean, I can certainly see it in terms of, um, you know, paying, hitting, hitting value. Sure. Uh, but unless we talk about an injury or foul trouble or any other, you know, circumstances, I don't, I don't know that I can play Plumlee behind Jokic. Yeah. And I do think that on DK, um, I do think on DK, uh, Frank Kaminsky is viable as well. Yeah, he's he's skyrocketed in price, which he was, which he should on FanDuel. He's what is he forty four now? Yeah, he's thirty nine on DK. So DK is more viable for, for sure. So, any other centers you like down here at the bottom? Because I have one that I. Mm, no, I can't even play him. He's too expensive now. So, yeah, that's all I got there. Yep. So, all righty, guys. That's going to do it for us today. Uh, make sure you check out all of our um, stuff that we've got going on. Uh, the Sim model will be up shortly. Uh, you've got a lot of... <laughs> Uh, we got coaches today. We got articles. We got sim models, DS, all of it's good to go. So uh, for myself, for Bear, for the DFS Army, peace out.